Thank you for tuning in to the Life of KG podcast. We are all about helping you guys in the beauty industry. Whether you're starting out in this industry or been in the business for years, we want to motivate you, educate you, and support you to grow. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to A Life of KG. So we are on episode 37 and today I get to interview Kaz. So Kaz performs rapid transformational therapy, which is also known as RTT. And it's something I had a few months ago to help me on public speaking and it worked wonders and also helped me with anxiety and that type of thing. It's very good for anyone in business as it can help with blocks that might stop us progressing. So for example, there's money blocks. So money blocks is something think that we all go through in our industry I know that for a fact where we feel that we can't charge more whether that's for a set of lashes or raising our prices in salon or whatever that might be or there's also another type of money block when it comes to retail so a lot of us fear about selling retail because we personally might think that product is expensive so we put that block then onto our client and actually that client might not think it's expensive at all and then you might have been able to retail the product so that's also another type of money block and also there's mindset which is the biggest block so we might not feel that we're good enough we might not feel that we can progress as much as we want to progress we might not feel that we can start a team like anything all these different types of blocks so I wanted Kaz to be able to share her story and also explain more in depth what RTT is and how it's helped transform her clients and um, we also are thinking about doing some type of mastermind together. So with my coaching that I do for business owners alongside mindset coaching with Kaz. So if that is something you're interested in and you love this episode, then please let us know so we can start planning that. So without further ado, here is Kaz. Hi Kaz, thanks so much for coming on the show. Hey Katie. <laughs> it's so nice to finally have you here. <laughs> Thank you. I'm really excited about it. Oh, so can you tell everyone who you are and what you do? Yeah. Um, so hey everyone, I'm Kaz Vargery and um, I'm a hypnotherapist, um, but a bit more than just a hypnotherapist. Um, I'm a RTT therapist. So that stands for because I'm sure many of you don't have a clue what I mean when I say RTT it's rapid transformational therapy um, and I'll go into that in a bit more detail if it's right Katie but essentially it's the use of hypnosis to help people to remove those limiting beliefs or inner critic as I call it about themselves it might be depression anxiety fear of presenting phobias or in business, it could be fear of success or failure, money blocks. So my job is really to go in and work with people using the hypnosis, but really using the RTT method um, to work with their subconscious mind, um, which is kind of the feelings mind, to kind of remove those blocks. Um, and I've got quite a, a background in having a passion for this. So I actually did a degree in psychology gosh it's about 20 years ago now I feel really old <laughs> um, so I'm in my 40s now um, so I did my degree in psychology I've always been fascinated in how the mind works um, and in particular when it doesn't work how it should work if that makes sense you know when it goes against us yeah it's like not helping us because most of us want to feel good right we want to feel confident but I think a lot of people can resonate you know it certainly was me in the past can resonate with that feeling of don't quite feel confident or I feel depressed or I feel anxious or I'm terrified of presenting whatever it is so I just I've always had this fascination so after I did my degree I actually worked I don't know if you heard of you heard of Broadmoor Psychiatric Hospital I have heard of it yeah yeah, so that's based in Berkshire. Um, I used to live down that way, um, Guildford way. And um, it's a category A prison, essentially. So it's kind of your high category, you know, your, your serial killers. Right. 
those kind of um, patients, as it were. And so I worked with Peter Sutcliffe, you know, the Yorkshire Ripper. Yeah. Oh, my God. Did you? Yeah. I mean, I wasn't doing, you know, I wasn't his psychiatrist. You know, I'll be honest about that. You know, I was starting out. So I was on the, the wards. I worked on female personality disorder wards. Um, so when I left university and my degree, you know, I just thought, I'm just going to jump in and I'm going to do this. And it was it was hard it was really challenging because i really started to understand how when the mind goes wrong um and i found it really scary because that's quite an intense environment right it was um it was intense and i'm i'm a bit of a scaredy cat on that front and so i did that for a couple of years and then a really good friend of mine she had her own business her own recruitment business and uh I was like, oh, Debs, I just need a bit of time out. Not quite sure where I'm going, what I'm doing, but I need to earn some money. Um, and she said, oh, there's a job uh, again in Berkshire called Kendall Pharmaceutical. Um, you like science, don't you? You like research. You're a bit geeky like that. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> so I got a job in that. So this was like, oh, gosh, mid-20s. And... Uh, yeah, I actually loved it because I loved understanding how medicine could really help people. So I worked for companies over the years that um, literally had breakthroughs for multiple sclerosis and cancer. And when I first was in that job, and I kind of built my way up, and um, I was working with the NHS a lot. So I was at the hospitals a lot of the time, working with the, the doctors and the nurses and training them guiding them so that they did what they needed to do for these clinical trials and things mm-hmm. and I kind of worked my way up over the span of 18 years um, to a global role where I just worked from home so I didn't have that connection anymore with the hospitals with the doctors and the nurses it was just me me myself and Irene with my computer talking to a load of people all over the world in Australia India everywhere and my job then was to um, basically going in and help the different countries running their trials understand when things didn't go to plan, why they didn't go to plan. So I skilled myself up in something called root cause analysis. So it was really about getting in, dig, 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 what's the real cause of this? So we don't just put a plaster on it and then it happens again and again and again. And I really learned from that job that I'm just that sort of person, you know, that I love getting to the root cause of stuff and putting in proper solid solutions rather than a quick fix. Because yeah. that, you know, you end up having to fix it again, don't you, over and over again. Um, and so I did that. I did that for a long, long time. And, I, you know, I, I got a lot of confidence and a lot of tools, but I wasn't quite happy. There was something still I didn't really feel fulfilled and then had my first daughter I've got two daughters and Isla who's seven now I returned to work um, after maternity I had to go back to work when she was six months old that was really hard and I hit I got postnatal depression um, and then I was diagnosed with chronic fatigue syndrome ME um, and something called Hashimoto's which is like an autoimmune um, disease And I just knew something was wrong, like really wrong. And I had CBT, uh, GPs put me on a load of drugs, antidepressants. I was completely numbed out, had counselling. And they kind of all numbed me and helped me survive. But I wanted more than surviving. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, And I still felt somehow I had to work at feeling confident that everything was an effort. It made no sense to me because I'd come so far that there was something blocking me and then I watched this um I don't know if you heard of TED talks but you know when you get speakers yeah and I saw Marissa Peer who um she's the creator of RTT and she was just talking about the subconscious mind and how our feelings drive our thoughts and our actions 
and just listening to her, I was like, I've got this inner feeling. There's something in there and I've never been able to like get to it and kind of rip it out. So I looked up um, RTT properly and they've got like this whole website and one of their uh, therapists got in touch with me um, and I arranged to have a session with this RTT therapist and I've never looked back. That was six years ago. It changed, literally it was a game changer for me because it went in, dealt with that feeling um, to the point I've left pharmaceutical completely. That wasn't even on the cards for me a few years ago. Mm. Certainly wouldn't be doing a podcast. Um, <laughs> and it, it just helped me just like rid, get rid of that negative inner chat I had about myself. Um, so that's kind of a little bit of who I am and what I do. And now I had that session for myself. I then went away, worked out a way to leave pharmaceutical to train and qualify. And now I get people to that place where I've got myself to ridding that, that negative chatter and being free from depression and, and those fears. Wow. What a story. <laughs> it's been, and that's really like quick. Um, but yeah, it's quite, quite a journey. It's felt like a real journey, a worthwhile journey. Yeah, I bet. I bet. So what, how do you kind of feel that RTT will help business owners and kind of what is your goal now moving forward with working other people? So I know it can help business owners because I've seen it for myself. Um, it's helped me enormously. I've literally transform myself and my way of thinking it might help Katie if I explain a little bit about RTT itself definitely um, to kind of give the context of it so with our minds we um, if you think about your mind having two parts to it so you've got the conscious mind and you've got the subconscious mind um, and the subconscious mind really is the feeling irrational mind and it's also our inner programming it's like that inner software you know when you've got your software in your iphone or whatever phone you've got it's just mm -hmm. on in the background the whole time yeah it never ever ever switches off and it's really impressionable especially from um traumatic experience in our early years as well so for example if you were bullied or um you know when you were younger you felt you failed at something even though it's not failure but your mind sees it as a failure your subconscious mind is trying to protect you and wants you to avoid pain and what it does is it very quickly will come up with these protective inner chats and beliefs so for example if you were bullied that's really painful really painful isn't it mm -hmm. and your mind will say I've got to avoid um, judgment. I've got to avoid being rejected. I've got to avoid feeling like the outsider. So you avoid stuff. Yeah. And the mind will just imprint that over and over. That software is go going on over and over. So it's really that emotional, irrational mind that's just actually trying to protect us. And your conscious mind is like the more rational thinking mind. And I love to give analogies, but if you think of driving, um, when you leave work and you go home, so you're just going from A to B, your conscious mind will be that rational thinking. What's for dinner? You know, what am I going to watch tonight? Emmerdale, Corrie, the news, whatever it is, or oh, I'm going to do some more work. And your subconscious mind gets you from A to B. It's automatic. You literally don't have to think about it. Do you know what I mean? It's just, it's just on in the background, just programming away just getting you from a to b and then what happens is if your conscious and your subconscious aren't working together they're like not aligned somehow mm -hmm. having a bit of a fight they're having a right fisticuff so you think of a boxing ring the red corner is your subconscious mind and the blue corner is your conscious so if in the blue corner your conscious is saying i really really want my business to be like a phenomenal success but the red corner the subconscious is saying nah you've been hurt before you've been rejected or you're stupid you know that negative inner critic you need to avoid judgment 
anything like that and that's just fumbling away in the background that red corner will completely every single time floor the blue corner it will take over it'll pull it back and it's not that it's trying to be cruel it's trying to protect you mm-hmm. but it's kind of forgotten what your end game is if that makes sense so the whole point of rtt is to go in using hypnosis using various tools that we're trained in to work out for the individual what were the experiences and those blocks that are still pulling you back and then we use stuff um, various tools we go back to feelings and we reframe it all and there's an audio recording we give to listen to over and over and over again because it takes about 21 days to reprogram feel it's all about that feeling and changing that feeling inside so that you're no longer fearing judgment or uh, rejection or you know being visible um so it really works at that deep deep level because i found katie like in for myself being self-employed now but also my clients that you can be trained up with all the skills you can be the best therapist you can be the best beautician hairdresser uh the best at anything but if you don't truly believe in yourself and you've got that red corner subconscious just literally nipping away at you 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 really can't excel yeah you you might be scared to put your prices up it could be anything Um, and my clients that have really wanted to step up that level we really quickly using hypnosis tap into what those fears are the rejection fears or the money blocks whatever it is we just go in and pull them out rewire it and and set them on that new that new feeling that new way of thinking it's really powerful that's amazing so how how what 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 do you do now then how does how does rtt kind of help how do you help business owners so the first thing I ever do with an individual is understand what is it, what is it they want? What's the outcome? So quite often with traditional therapies, so like counseling, or I don't know if you heard of cognitive behavioral therapy. Yeah, RTT, I've had that. Great. Yeah. Yeah, and it's really, really good because it helps. RTT uses CBT. Um, but it helps you on the conscious level, you know, pushing yourself out of your comfort zone, challenging your thoughts, you know, those sorts of things. It really, really does help. Um, but if you've got a deep inner subconscious feeling, you need to go in and rip it out. Um, and traditional therapies will focus on the problem, if that makes sense. So they'll over, they might talk a lot about the depression or the anxiety. What RTT does and what I do is I have a consultation with a potential client a complete free consultation because I you know if it's not for a person it's not for a person and I don't like to tie people in so we have a good 30 minute call 45 minute call where I really find out what is it you want so it's not what is it you don't want what is it you want I want to be confident I want to raise my packages my prices I want to have more motivation you know what is it you want and we really fine tune that because that's the goal. That's the end game. Mm-hmm. Then, and also that's, you know, you can measure it as well because that's what we're working on. <laughs> you can tell I'm at home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wants to join in. <laughs> she heard the door go. Oh, bless her. <laughs> Probably the posting. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we focus on the end game, the outcomes. Um, and then I explain to people on that consultation how it works, the actual process, um, and we book the actual session. So the session, the actual RTT session, is about two and a half hours long on average, um, normally one to two sessions. And the aim of the session is we go in using hypnosis, and I do it all virtually, mainly, and I find that people really relax when they're, like we're doing this, right, on the yeah. virtual, we're not face-to-face right now. Um, but when you're in your own environment, you feel really comfortable and you feel quite safe. You're not in this like room you don't recognize. Um, 
and we start the hypnosis which is just relaxation that's all it is you know if you do yoga and you're really mindful and you feel a little bit chilled at the end um that's all we do it's not uh you know when you see this stage hypnosis and people are barking like a dog or <laughs> pretending to be a chicken it's not that at all um it's clinical hypnosis where we just relax someone so you're just at that more feeling um, yeah because when I had mine done I was literally like oh god is this going to be a bit la la like it is like oh hypnotherapy and you're not really sure what to expect or anything like that but when you have it done it is really amazing it is just so relaxing yeah and that's all it's meant to be is you know you have your eyes closed if you remember your eyes were closed the whole time yeah. and you're in control you know if your fire alarm went off or something went off where you literally would have to open your eyes and go you would you're not unconscious so the subconscious mind is not about being unconscious you're just in that more you're in tune with yourself and do you remember that for yourself you're just really in it for yourself yeah definitely like everything else just disappears yeah um and then so once we get you into that nice comfortable kind of place we start asking the subconscious mind why why isn't it we're not at that end game what is it that i'm terrified of presenting you know about why is that um and you'll remember you know from yours there's reasons aren't there that come up and you're like wow had no idea that a b and c made me believe d um so we get that understanding of what that subconscious emotional irrational belief is and then my job the rtt toolkit that i have is to go in and reframe it to basically have a little bit of a firm and positive conversation with the subconscious mind and say you know what that's working against you it's not serving you anymore and you know cheers for trying to protect me but i'm kind of done with you and i want you to do another job for me now and that job is to make me confident it's whatever um so we do that all in that two and a half hour and it sounds like a long time, but when you're in it, and I don't know if you remember, it goes really quickly, doesn't it? Mm -hmm, definitely. And you're like, whoa, are we done? You're like, yeah, we're done. Because um, it's been like a two-hour session or something. I literally yeah. half an hour. Yeah, it goes really quickly because you're just, you know, like if you're watching a movie and you're just in it. Yeah. And it's a really good movie. If it's a rubbish movie, it probably drags, doesn't it? But <laughs> <laughs> when it's a good movie, you're like, Oh, right wow wow look at the time um so yeah and then at the end of it i do an audio recording um which i send to my clients it's, it's basically a 20 minute personalized recording of all the stuff that the subconscious mind needs to hear so if you think of the session as we go in we regress we dig up the soil it can be emotional, but sometimes to have change, you need to understand what's been blocking you. Um, but we don't leave you there. We kind of dig it up. We plant new seeds in the session, so we reframe it. And then what the audio is, is the watering can sprinkling of that growth of the mind. Because our mind actually only takes 21 days to reinstall beliefs and habits. Do you know when you're trying to build a new healthy habit, like going to the gym, if you stick doing something for 21 days, before you know it, you're going to miss a day where you're not doing it. Yeah. You actually start going craving it. You're like, oh God, I've been going to, you know. So yeah, then we do the audio recording that kind of, and clients listen to that every single day, 21 days to 30 days. Normally before they go to bed and they fall asleep to it. Um, and it's fine if you fall asleep to it because your subconscious mind never turns off. Yeah, like I remember doing mine and I would call you and be like, I think I'm falling asleep after every single time I'm listening to it. But then yeah. after a month, like you really notice a difference. So it does definitely work. And then even now I can't go to sleep without it. So even though it's been like a couple of months, I still listen to your voice every night. <laughs> it's nice, isn't it? It's really nice. And yeah, I'm not saying bragging about my voice. You know, um, <laughs> It's just, it's soothing. It's really soothing. It's calming. And it's what your mind, so it's all positive stuff. It's all stuff that you need to hear. So traditional hypnotherapy doesn't always go back to the root cause. So this is part of my journey. I, for me, you've got to get to the root cause. And this is what I love about RTT. It's not wishy-washy. We go in, 
we get to the root cause, we dig it out, we reseed. Um, it's meaty, you know, we really go in and just investigate it. Um, but then tacked on top of that is the recording. So traditional hypnotherapy, say somebody was, oh, I don't know, wanted to give up smoking. They might go and see a hypnotherapist that does a lot of the audio stuff. So like, oh, you don't want to smoke anymore. You don't wish for a cigarette anymore. Um, now that will work to a degree, but if somebody's got an addictive personality, what will happen? If you think of uh, those games at the fairground, you know, where something pops up and you hit it and then something else pops up. Yeah. So if you don't treat the root cause, what will happen is you might stop them smoking. They might start overeating. They might do some other sort of addictive thing because you've not dealt with the root cause. Mm -hmm. So it's really important to get underneath because one person said to me before they did the session, but um, why can't you just do what some other hypnotherapists do and just tell me not to smoke? It's like, well, because whatever's making you smoke is probably also going to cause other things. So I've had clients where we've worked on one lady. She was massively over worrying about what other people thought. Um, all went back to for her uh, bullying and childhood experiences. And not only has she stopped worrying, she stopped smoking. She set up her own uh, sports therapy business. She was a cleaner before. She really believes in herself now. And she's now charging and renting her own room as a sports therapist because she has dealt with her underlying lack of belief in herself and being scared of judgment. Yeah. And putting herself out there. That's amazing. And I do think like some people might think, well, I don't know what that root cause is and all of that. But when you're under like sit, things come to you that you never thought would have come to you. Like yeah. I remember when you done it to me and I thought, bloody hell, I didn't even remember that happened. Like, and yeah. it just, it just all clicks together. It does. And one lady I had, um, totally not business related, but she, um, had a phobia for 30, what was she, 32, 32 years. And it kicked in when she was three years old. And her fear was um, of other people vomiting, not her vomiting, other people vomiting. And I said to her, what would life look like? What would the outcome be? She said, well, for a start, Kaz, when I'm in the car with my kids, not bricking it in case one of them's sick to the point I have to do a search for where my husband is and other family members are in a 10 mile radius it was literally crippling her life. She had no idea what the cause was. We regressed her. She went back to when she was three years old. This is how powerful the subconscious mind is. And her mum, um, who was pregnant with her brother, was having really bad morning sickness, but being very loud of it. And, and also it was coming across that she might die. Um, and at the age of three, she came up with this fear of death because of vomiting. Wow. So she'd come up with this belief that vomit equals death. So what we did was we completely had that conversation with her subconscious and say, did your mom die? No. Um, and actually vomiting is a good thing because if you've got food poisoning, you've got to get that crap out, right? Yeah. It's got to come out. So you have that this is what RTT does. We're trained to have that conversation to kind of basically negotiate with the subconscious mind because the subconscious mind, remember, is irrational. It's not rational. So we have a rational conversation. We say, come on, really? That wasn't your fault. So if it's bullying, for example, um, it's not your fault that the bullies said nasty things. Do you know who's the ugly person? The bully. Yeah. Not you. It's the bully. But when you have that conversation under hypnosis, you really start to feel it. So this woman um, treated her, oh, was she eight months ago? One of her best friend's um, kids is in and out of hospital. She couldn't go to hospital because guess what? Fear of people vomiting. She goes to the hospital now. She does all these things because now she just feels different. And that irrational belief and fear is gone. Wow. Totally gone. That's amazing. It is. It's powerful. And do these, do, say for example, her, does she just have that one session with you and then the 30 day recording or does she have more sessions with you? So she had one. Um, and so for her, that was one event that came up with this belief. It's quite bonkers what the subconscious does. 
so with her it was one we did a little bit of um i always do a bit of coaching after so once we've done the session and the audio i do a bit of what i call the conscious mindset work so i might give people goals and a little bit of homework to step out of their comfort zone yeah just to kind of encourage them to get familiar with feeling this new way um so she had one she's not had to have a, a second one so the most i've ever had to do is three sessions people with um severe trauma i mean i'm talking you know i've had some clients with some very horrific trauma you know sexual abuse or physical abuse they may need two or three sessions and the reason is there's probably more than one core belief going on yeah you know for her it was one event it was her mom being very um, loud and making her fearful that she was going to die people with trauma there's probably a few beliefs going on that need to be managed yeah Um, but it's not years and you know cbt and some therapies take they can take years absolute years because it's all at the conscious and you know katie you just got to get in sometimes at the subconscious and have that rational talk with the irrational yeah definitely definitely how would you say that clients have benefited from working with you on mind these mindset blocks when it comes to money blocks mindset um so there's one client that springs out to my mind so he he came to me with burnout and depression i'm not going to give his name away i'm going to call him john (laughs) so um john came to me um he's a builder um and he was an employee for this business and he was signed off with sick he'd been off for about three four months and he just couldn't see a way back he just generally couldn't see a way back um and we did a session with him and he just had these core beliefs that he was like caged he couldn't be himself and it all went back to when he was younger his parents were classical musicians very restrictive um he wanted to be a bit of a rock star you know but he felt really clipped he just couldn't be himself and we had this session and he that was the big realization for him i said you can absolutely be yourself you can have a voice you can be visible as you like unapologetically you and he felt great after but what was beautiful because what's rapid about it is the session you get this light bulb moment that's the rapid bit the transformational bit is over time and i still check in with him this was probably coming up to a year but i check in with people still i just like to just see how people are getting on he not only did he go back to work so coming back to the business mindset piece he then understood it wasn't for him wasn't meeting his heart's desire and suiting his personality so what he was doing he was for these so many years it was like hitting a brick wall literally i know he's a builder but it's like hitting a brick wall of not being himself not doing what he loves and then he just decided to set up his own business um so he left it he still does a little bit of part-time because when you're setting up a business you'll know you know sometimes you need some income stream coming in Mm-hmm. whilst you're building it up but his blocks were around not being able to be himself he was fearful of taking the leap he was fearful of failure um so we worked on that and he had money blocks so he had this belief this mindset that you have to be paid by the hour rather than your service your your skills so we worked on that a lot of that and we are programmed from a young age to think you know from schools you know traditional kind of way of thinking around businesses you know you've got to slog yourself for a hundred hours actually no i mean yes you have to work hard at certain things you're passionate about but it doesn't have to be you know on an hourly rate basis do you know what i mean it can be you know the product's excellent it's got great elements to it you know if you're selling i don't know whatever it is if you're in a salon and you're selling a certain product this is what you're going to get from it this is the outcome but we're kind of programmed from a young age you know i've even had clients that one salon lady she's like yeah but when we're in the session this is my grandma and my mom we used to go into a supermarket pick up whatever the shampoo was and they used to poo poo 
the decent salon products and she had this mindset because of that because that's how she's been educated herself to believe that to not value herself to not want all of that so to kind of go back to john he really started to get and believe and feel that his self-worth and when you start to feel your self-worth and good about you 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 see money more as an energy rather than you know you know you're worth it do you know what i mean yeah definitely you just really feel it and it's um each person's different each person has got a different reason for money blocks so my cleaner lady who stopped smoking set up her own business she had money blocks so she thought in her head i'm just a cleaner so i'm just worth you know you know whatever her hourly rate was now because she believes in herself and she's worked on her own mindset and her own value she charges what she knows she's worth she charges for her product her service her goods for what she knows works yeah so that I mean, even when we even when we teach and i hold uh, eyelash courses part of the course manual is what we should charge and what the prices should be of lashes etc etc and because a lot of these people are coming in from their normal nine to five or want something on the side or they're new to business like they really do like charge like what they would want per hour rather than what they're worth and i always say charge your worth but they do find that so hard because they're not feeling their worth yeah when you work on your own worth you know, like for me, you know, to give myself as an example, when I, after I first qualified, I knew I needed to do some more inner work. So I skilled up, I knew I was qualified, I knew I was getting great outcomes, but I was still not charging anywhere near what some of these other therapists were doing. And I know now, like some of these other therapists were not even doing a very robust job. Mm -hmm. But then I did my own inner work and I had what was holding me back um, was a fear of rejection, um, fear of judgment. So it was almost like if I put my price up and somebody rejected me, it would dent my rejection fear even more because, you know, due to my past experiences, I'd be ignored. I was totally rejected, grew up in an alcoholic home. So I was, that was really painful for me. So the thought of anybody rejecting me, I was such a people pleaser. Don't know if you resonate with that, but a lot of people with a fear of rejection, and so many of us do, and it pulls us back in business. It's we um, we people please because we don't want to upset anyone or be rejected or have judgment. Yeah, I'm a massive people pleaser. I had something done. Um, have you had a disc? Yeah, I had that done, and it was something like ninety five percent people pleaser. <laughs> yeah, well, when you people please, it is because there's a rejection fear and. Our subconscious mind is there to protect us and make us survive. And just a bit of psychology here, we're meant to be tribal. We're meant to be in communities and tribes because we feel safe in them. It goes back to like our animalistic kind of survival mode. And you can imagine if we're left on the outside, it feels dangerous, doesn't it? Yeah. We're on the outside. So if ever when we're younger, it could be at school or anything, it triggers that very powerful thing in us. Um, at our subconscious level and it's scary um, and we've all got different experiences but when that's triggered um, we come up with ways to counter fight it to survive so it could be people pleasing mm-hmm. it could be avoiding stuff it could be not putting your prices up it could be not making yourself visible it presents itself in so many flipping ways but if you get to the root cause of it those presentations those symptoms of it go they just go um and that's you know that's why mindset work is so important you can do all the business stuff you know be trained up in the skills the tools and you can do a lot of conscious work as well but if that darn red corner is still not fighting and in alignment with the blue corner it will always feel like you're treading treacle yeah definitely it's so fascinating, isn't it? The mind is just, it's not that complex. The subconscious mind is not that complex. It's just a little bit irrational, <laughs> a little bit emotional. Yeah. And uh, we, we just need to, we just need to go in there and show it that 
you know with money for example a lot of people have these money blocks around wealth and abundance like almost again we're programmed from a young age oh it's a little bit rude or crude to show off money or it's a little bit um crass to kind of buy expensive products you know what i mean there's Mm -hmm. something in us from a young age it's like oh i can only go and get stuff from the co-op or wherever and if we're feeling that we will manifest that in our selling and in our relationship with our customers so i never in a million years now because i've worked on myself would say to a client sheepishly oh this is what i charge because i believe in myself i believe in my product and when you when you believe in both of those things together your product and yourself that's the difference it's not a sell if that makes sense yeah definitely it just happens naturally so for me that's the key thing you you can believe in your products you do need you don't want to be pushing something that's really unethical or bad do you of course you need to believe in it but you also need to believe in yourself yeah definitely I agree I agree so obviously we've gone over the process slightly with how you work so if someone comes on board like where would they start and like you have said they don't have to be local to you like they can be wherever wherever in the world then I guess really yeah so the beauty of it is we can do it virtual so um i use an equivalent to skype zoom um and it's completely confidential um so nobody else can tap into that treatment room as it were um i have seen people face to face i'm based in bedford and there's a room i can use um but i can hand on heart tell you that people i've seen virtually have had the same results if not more probably because they're in their own environment they've not had to travel yeah they feel more comfortable yeah and also after a session sometimes you feel a little bit zoned out you know and if you don't have to travel that's great you can just go downstairs make a cup of tea fall asleep if you want um so yeah what i do the process is i have that first 30 minute 45 minute non-committal call and i stand by that if somebody doesn't want to reach out to me after that call i i don't i'm not the sort of person that will just chase them you know if somebody wants it and it resonates and they want the change fantastic um but if not i respect that sometimes it's not the right time or just not right for them we do that call and then if someone's interested we book the actual session so the two and a half hour session whether that's face to face or virtual um and we do that at the end of the session i give the audio so i normally send it over whatsapp or dropbox and start doing that audio that very night every single night like you you're still doing your audio which i love (laughs) yeah and people can i've had people where after the month first month i say to them you know what still do it once a week or if you're having a day where you're feeling a little bit wobbly put your audio on so one thing i say to people is think of rtt as say you've got depression say that's the equivalent of the flu or pneumonia Mm -hmm. we go in and deal with the root cause of that um so that the pneumonia and the flu you're not going to get that again but you might still get the odd day where something just challenges you it's kind of making your subconscious mind want to go back to its old tricks think of that like the cold yeah you might just want to put that audio on and be like oh i feel like a stupid cold's coming on so guess what your audio is like have a bit of rest take a bit of pain relief whatever but the flu and the pneumonia that rubbish isn't coming back um so yeah you do the audio i'd always do um in that first month you have your session on day zero day seven i always have a follow-up call where i just go through how you're finding the audio um what changes are you noticing and people quite often will say um oh don't know if i am because the thing is it happens so subtly and they'll be like, oh, you know what? One lady I saw, oh, she was only a month ago. And she was like, oh, I don't know, Kaz. I said, walk me through your last two days. And her thing was for, um, she wasn't able to focus and she used to get very annoyed with other people. She said, you know what, Kaz? I came in from work and the husband had let the dog jump all over the sofa with mud. She said, normally I'd kick off and feel like I had to deal with it. She went, 
I was cool as cucumber, went upstairs, had a bath, did my audio. And I was like, that's changed there. You know, it's just, yeah. she was like, oh, wow. Didn't even think it, yeah, cool. Okay. So it kind of happens very naturally. So I check in with people and keep them on track as well at day seven. And then I also check in at around uh, day 21 as well. And the reason I do it day 21, if for whatever reason I feel we need to do another session because there's maybe another lay- layer to it, maybe there's another core belief going on, at that point, I'll have that conversation and just say, you know, I think we need to do another two and a half hour session just to get rid of that other belief mm-hmm. that's going on. Let's go and tackle that. Um, and yeah, that's kind of how, how it works, really it's so good like I absolutely love it so it's it's definitely helped me and when you say back to you can do the 21 or 30 days for recording but then if you have a little dip you can listen back in on it I would say that's exactly what I do like I do put the recording on every single night but you give me two recordings just to help me out on something else and so if for example I'll listen to the second recording at night time if I've got a speaking event on I might then put on the first recording for the week leading up to that just to give yeah. me that extra boost of confidence um, it does it's just like that cheerleader talk isn't it it's yeah. like you've got this you can do this yeah and, definitely. you know one thing I would say with RTT you know it's not magic and I don't want it to be magic because magic is deceit and trickery right yeah. <laughs> um it's not we do go in and we deal with those real raw limiting beliefs um, and sometimes, you know, I have to coach people, especially if they've had serious trauma. Um, mm. Obviously, I would never in a million years just leave somebody um, that first month just to kind of ride out because they have to process stuff sometimes as well. Yeah. Um, and I, I just, you know, guide people. I give them conscious mindset work as well. So if they were lacking confidence, for example, um, we do the session, we work out what the lack of confidence is. It could be they were... I don't know, bullied. And then they do the audio, but then I'll give them homework and tasks to do. So one thing could be, um, I want you to go out there and compliment people, at least three people. And they're like, what? What are you on about, Kat? I said, no, honestly, trust me. Because we're, people with lack of confidence quite often can't take a compliment. Like literally feel really awkward about receiving a compliment. So if somebody said, I'm wearing this denim top right now. Um, hey, guys, you look lovely in that denim top. It is so British of us to not accept compliments and be like, oh, you know what, thanks. Cheers for that. And that boosts our confidence. So I give people real things to do as well mm-hmm. around give a compliment. But you know what? When it comes back, I'm not going to allow you to throw that compliment away and say, oh, this old thing I put on. Or it's like, oh, thank you, and smile and actually take it in. So that's just one example, um, but I give people uh, conscious yeah, that is, work. That is so true. Like every time, I don't know, say something goes, oh, your top's nice. You go, oh, it's just from some cheap shop. You're like, you always try to justify it. <laughs> and it's because, again, we're programmed, Katie, from such a young age that it's almost rude and bragging to not say that. And that is our, you know, that programming that just runs automatic all the time. That's why we need to go in and kind of challenge it and be like, what's wrong with saying thank you yeah exactly you know and not throwing that compliment away it's a very probably not just British but it is a very British thing yeah fascinating yeah so Kaz where can people get in touch with you for your services or connect with you on social media where's best so the best place is probably Facebook um I do have a website um kazbarjerihypnotherapy.com um, but my Facebook hypnotherapy page, the Kaz Bargery Hypnotherapy, is um, it's live. It's more accessible. Um, so you can either reach me there, reach me on Messenger there. On my website, there is a contact page as well, um, which gives my email address. You can book in a free consultation call. So I've got an app on there that you can see um, when I'm not with clients. Um, so you can book in a slot just to have that 30 minute, 45 minute call. And you know what, even if you just learn something from me on that call, you know, 
Yeah, I, re I remember that call with you actually, the first time I ever spoke to you and I was like, wow, I have to do this. Like, but it is just that call to kind of get confidence from you and just trust you. And understand what, what is the outcome you're looking for? So I'll, I'll always say to someone, what is the outcome you want? And initially people are like, they'll start talking about what the problem is. And, I'll, and that's where I help them say, well, what is it like the other side of the fence? Mm -hmm. Oh, right. I want to, um, you know, in business, I want to be able to, like one lady, she's a salon owner and a trainer. And she was like, I want to be able to go literally walk in and show people I'm confident because I feel I'm, I'm pretending I'm confident. And I sh straight away, I knew what she meant. It's like that imposter syndrome feeling like yeah. she's having to pretend, you know, she's, she's acting confident, but she's not feeling it. Like somebody's going to catch her out and prove that she's wrong. You know, that's whole imposter syndrome. So on those calls, I help somebody understands at a really initial stage, you know, what I think we need to work on is the imposter syndrome. And she was like, Oh my God, that's it. Like you were saying, you, you know, the people pleasing, you help someone and like you, then you were like, Oh my God, I'm such a people pleaser. Yeah. People half the time don't realize what the problem is. Yeah, definitely. So those calls are really eye opening. It's like, Oh God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyone listening to this, that's got a bit of a block or needs some help. Definitely booking with Kaz. Um, can't praise it enough because I absolutely love it. So thank you. Kaz. <laughs> Thanks for coming on. I really appreciate it and explaining everything to everyone. Thank you so, so much. And for anyone listening, thanks for listening. And even if it inspires you just to be curious, um, have a look at my site. I've got testimonials there. And also on my Facebook page, I give examples. Um, I forgot to mention, I've got uh, another private Facebook page where I share a lot of stuff you can do for free. So it's just a lot of advice, a lot of guidance that you can start working on now like literally take action now um so if you find me on facebook i can share that with you as well wonderful thanks so much kaz i appreciate it thank you you have a wonderful day we would love to hear what you thought about this episode i love the show guys you're awesome please leave a review and share on social media tagging at kg salon so we can share i always follow them. i always follow them. until next time have an amazing successful week